If people got to sit up at um, family reunions with their molesters, you better go on to her and get this Listen, money. all these uncles and uncles, <laughs> aunties, 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 Sorry for everybody who's going to be triggered by that one. I know that's a bad joke. Touch your but it's the truth, though. Right. Unfortunately, you know, me and my coworker were just talking about this today, how... You go to family functions and you dealt with the uncle that used to molest you. Yeah. Know, you know. And now he eating that family. chicken that your grandma made. Right. You mad as hell. Come over here and give me a hug. And everybody yeah. know about it. Right. right. And they still making his ass to play. Because he doesn't exactly. touch everybody. Meanwhile, they told you shut the hell up long time ago. Long, long time. It's your favorite cousin, Jazz. I'm your girl, Danny. I'm your girl, Fee. And, and we, we are the Evening Exchange. Exchange. Powered by Mobile, Mobile Networks. Networks. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Even Exchange. I am your girl, Danny. I'm Fee. And I'm your favorite cousin, Jazz. What's up, everybody? We what are up, back. What up, what up, what up, what up? Again. Like never left. Yes. 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 I think from now on, we figured out a schedule we're going to be doing like every two weeks. So, y'all yes. look out for our shows every two weeks. So, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and get right on into it. And you know we got to bring back, though? The drop eventually. We'll have one this it's week. There's been a lot going on. So a lot yeah. going on. But yeah. we, we definitely will have, have a drop. Yes. Right. Life is crazy. But we're going for right now we're gonna get right on into Decoding by Danny. I miss doing it. I know, I know right? Yeah. So cute. What we talking about today, girl? So we're gonna talk about all things millennials. So millennials in twenty nineteen, right? So yeah. we're all millennials, right? Right. Sound like it. Sound like it. That's what they tell us. Right. So I think it's an amazing thing to be a millennial. Like, we are totally awesome people. At least we all think that mm-hmm. we are. <laughs> we are. That we are. So, speaking of millennials, let's talk about the Millennium Tour. Oh. <laughs> B2K. Did y'all go? Okay. Y'all didn't go? Y'all didn't no. Girl, I wasn't even a fan when they were out. The B2K, out. Mario Chingy, Bobby V. I love Mario. Yeah, it's not just about B2K. So, it's right. Pretty Ricky, Lloyd, several different people. And then when they go to state to state, they bring in, you know, people from the state, right? Yeah. Right. We're not necessarily from the state, but yeah, some from mm. the state, and then like special guests like Ashanti and things like oh, okay. that. I love Ashanti. You like Ashanti? I mean, you she can sing. Love I didn't say that. What'd you like about her? She was authentic. She's like she's pretty. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one she used to dance like she kept walking. I, I do like that she's a songwriter though. Okay. Like I, I got a what lot of respect. Written? She wrote a lot for uh, J Lo. Like, uh, oh, she yeah, she wrote a lot for J-Lo back in the day. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know if she wrote that song, but she wrote a couple. Yeah, she's a songwriter. Okay. And pretty good at, like, she be, she's probably better at songwriting than being an artist. Mm. Um, you know. I can't remember now. One I can't remember right. right now. Name three. Now that I Okay, what's the name? Um, <laughs> baby, baby, baby. Yeah. Baby. Okay. Okay. Right. I never love without you. Is that her song or is that uh, with Ja Rule? <laughs> I think that's Ja Rule's song. Well, she, she is. I don't know. No, no, but no, no. Run it back to you. Yeah. Keep Run on running back to you. That's our first song. Baby, I don't know why. That's the first song. Yeah. Okay. Shanti is dope. We did that. Like, no, I like a Shanti. I'm not a fan. And her body is banging. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. She's very pretty. She's very pretty. I like. She has a nice. It's kind of weird face, actually. Girl! Oh, she's very pretty, though. <laughs> strong face. No, not strong, but you know how your features are kind of like... Her Peculiar. Features. Peculiar. <laughs> but all together lovely. Right, right. <laughs> she cute in her own way. Right. Fuck looking, someone. So, if you ladies did go to the Millennium Tour, what would your wardrobe have been? What would you have rocked? 
we know you Shut like up. a fashion it. goddess. Yeah, I'm taking it back to the 2000s though. Yes. Uh, 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 you my back that ass up. With the my polo fashion. swim shorts. <laughs> <laughs> what would, what would uh, y'all have, from head to toe, what would you have worn? A Kango. Damn, you that back. Take it back, back. <laughs> With a 19, two big ass jersey 19, and some big old jeans. With some pastries. With some pastries. A little mix of late yes. 90s, early 2000s. Right, it's like, the Five. fuck did you come up in here with? What's wrong with you? B, what about you? What would you have rocked to the Millennium Tour? I think I would have rocked a nice um, vintage, um, vintage. Polo, polo sport outfit. Okay. With polo sport bag. Yeah. Cross cross body cross body bag. Yeah. With the polo sport that came in the blue and the blue. Yeah. Oh yeah. The high with the summer spring color. Yeah. With a matching yeah. 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 bandaid on your face. Come with the square bag. The square bag feet. Yes. Okay. Or you go in a matching bandaid on your face. She wanted to tell so bad. She told you. No. Nelly did that too. Uh, oh, yeah. Air Force Ones or the Reebok, Reebok yes. Class. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. The, the soft bottom. That's all that anybody wants. The classic bottom. Well, not soft bottom. Like, yeah. Not that. Not that. That's back in the day. Classic. But when I tell y'all, I had a pair of new pack classic every two weeks. Because them things used to be ran off. Right. 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 I had to get another pair. Right. And they went up about $40. Yes, yeah, and this summer you. they coming back out with the different colors and stuff. Pastel yeah, colors, I want that. The high tops. It's just some stuff I can't get back with. Like yeah. I'm not, I can't get into the feet. Like I can get into the Grant Hill feet laws, but like the other feet laws that people wearing, mm-hmm. like the big crazy looking yeah. shoes, I can't do it. I don't think I ever had feet laws. I didn't even. Beyonce yeah. made it cool again for some people. Now yeah. everybody want feet laws. So yeah. some of the outfits that were worn, um, you can you can hashtag Millennium Tour. Yes. Um, on Instagram, on social media, <laughs> you'll see the baby fat, the jersey dresses, yes, the spray yes. painted shirts, two tops, the velour sweatsuit, Fila, tennis, tennis, Pele, Pele, exactly. Sean Carter, yes. sport bra, overalls. When the overalls are coming oh back, goodness, yes. pack, been back for a minute uh-huh. now. The champion is coming back. Oh, Everybody's wearing champion. Yeah. yeah, they're making money. Yes. Um, bell so, bottoms. People are wearing bell bottoms yeah. to, the, um, yeah. to the concert. Baggy jeans, high tech boots. I love me a good pair of high tech boots from back in the day with TLC. Yes. The neon colored, like you said, jeans and baggy uh-huh. clothes. They were wearing right. bandanas. You see sweatbands, denim skirts, denim dresses, fubu. Yes. Yeah, so coming on um, back. I even had a couple of my friends go to it, and they wore my shirts. The millennial. Hey, I saw shirts. yeah, I saw yes. somebody here yeah, took the tour. So, um, which where can they the get camp, those shirts at? Chesspressions.com. Uh, yes. And shout out to Courtney and Candice for mm-hmm. uh, rocking the millennial shirt. Yes. Um. So of course, I mean, you know, there is no tour. There's no drama. Did y'all hear about Raz B quitting the tour and then temporarily coming back? Yeah, because he oh. felt uncomfortable, right? Yeah, we know why. Right, Chris Chris Because he said Chris Stokes. Yeah. He what? Right, right. Back in the day. Back in the day, day. For real? He didn't hear that. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. I heard something between them, but I didn't know it was that extent. Yeah. Yeah. So he decided to stay. He was behind the. He was behind the stage on this tour, right? He said he was. So he was. He he was there. Still that man. Um, no, I, he's he's cousins with um. Which one is he cousins with? Not with um. Is it um? Not Omarion. No, it's not Omarion. Fizz? 
Right. I, I mean, that's the only other light skinned one that's on, <laughs> right. she's on the tour. Well, we don't even know the other one name. Uh, he the finest one. What's his name? Oh, no, little boogie, boog, boog. That's his name. Boog, yeah. boog, boog. I never knew that. Yeah, I was today's years old. Today's years old. I found that out. So yeah. But uh, he pretty much said that he's gonna stay on the tour with his mm-hmm. bandmates, and he said I'm. We're work- going the way he needed that. He said money. he's a work in progress. Oh, okay. If people got to sit up at um, family reunions with the Melissa's, you better go on tour and get this. Listen, money. all these uncles and uncles. <laughs> uh, Sorry for feel. everybody who's gonna be triggered by that one. I know no. that's a bad joke. Touch but I know. Feel, but <laughs> it's the truth, though. Right. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, me and my coworker were just talking about this yeah. today. How. You go to family functions and you there with the uncle that used the militia. Yeah. You, there, you know. And now he eating that family. chicken that your grandma made. Right. You mad as hell. Come over here and give me a hug. And everybody yeah. know about it. Right. right. And they still making his ass a plate. Because he done exactly. touched everybody. Meanwhile, they told you shut the hell up long time ago. Long, long time yeah. ago. So, um, who are millennials? So, we are millennials, mm-hmm. right? So, millennials are also known as the Generation Y or Gen Y. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are mainly children of the baby boomers. Yes, we yes, are. Yes, we are. And, I'm sorry. Got to let them. Dick appointment, I'll just play. Dick appointment. Yeah. Shout out to Solomon yeah. Show for the dick appointment. <laughs> well, we wrap it up. That's the oh, show. That's the end of the show. She got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, millennials are born, were born in the early uh, 1980s. Yeah. And up until mid-90s, and some people like to consider early 2000s as yeah. the ending um, year. Kit Rock. Kit Rock. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely not. Right. Right. You're not us. So, millennials, again, are, we have different names. So, we're known as the Generation Y, Generation mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. Uh, the Boomerang Generation, the Peter Pan Generation. Yeah. Um, we go by many names, and roughly between 1980 and, like I said, 2000s, there is no denying that we are sub are the subject of a lot of heated debates. Mm-hmm. Always, <laughs> always, we are known as a blessing and also as a curse, curse. right? So, we're going to talk a little bit about millennials in the workplace. Okay. So, um. There is an article called Millennials, the Me, Me, Me Generation, mm-hmm. which um, we, in that article, we're being called lazy, entitled, oh, self-obsessed, nice. and narcissist. What do y'all think about? It's some bullshit. It's some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but, but every older generation always talks about the generations yeah. that come after them. Like, it has literally been that since the beginning of time where everybody yes. think, like, what, what's the saying? The youth is wasted on the young? Mm-hmm. I mean, but like, this. I think when you're young, you make your mistakes, but you also come up with some really uh, interesting things, too. Right. Like, the ingenuity of young people mm-hmm. is where it's at. So, right. every, I think every generation does that. When we are in our 70s, we will we'll be talking about something. Right. right. They'll be talking about, like, these little 30-year-olds walking around here, or, you know, mm-hmm. 20s, whatever, teenagers. Right. It's always going to happen. That's true. Yeah. But, and like you said, on the other hand, we were also being called open-minded, mm-hmm. liberal, mm-hmm. self-expressive, mm-hmm. upbeat, and overt overtly passionate about equality yeah so there are, are going to be good things and bad things that people mm, will always have to say absolutely. about uh, generations especially if you're not a part of that generation right um so let's talk a little bit about millennials in the workplace Child. <laughs> hmm. so i'm mo- glad we talk about this because that's what my segment is about like piggybacking off of yours okay so, yeah it's so gonna be awesome millennials and how to attract hire and retain today's workforce 
right? Hmm, we know all about that, all too well. Right. So millennials are multitaskers, right? Yes, we we're are. multitaskers. Mm-hmm. We always got a lot going on. It's, it's Swiping left on multiple people is just so hard. Right. Listen, <laughs> left and some right. a few right, right. And every now and again. Okay, dating all these people at one serial dating. Serial <laughs> dating is very stressful. It's stressful. So stressful. multitaskers, millennials are multitasking pros and can juggle many responsibilities at once. So this means that we are also easily distracted. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Squirrel. How many times do y'all pick up y'all phones at work? Child. Right. I'm not right. going to admit that on camera. I did my job. You do so all social media and texting hours. is hard to resist. I know it's hard to resist for me. It's like you see your notification go off or your mm-hmm. phone light up and you're like, dang. Or text. if you got your earbuds in and yeah. then you hear it vibrate, right. it's, it's hard to Who keep that? typing and doing your work versus... Let me check this number. And right. then this thing, you know, it goes from one hand to two <laughs> hands. Right. And then you all into it. Because yeah. about 11 o'clock, if your phone ain't on in the red, if your battery ain't almost, you ain't in touch. And you ugly. Right. So, Sorry. <laughs> so connected. Millennials know everything there is to know about social media, right? Right. Yeah. We are living in that generation. We were raised in that generation. Yeah. So um, because we are living it, we are consistently, like I just said, pursuing Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and that's how we share and get information, mm-hmm. like being tech, tech savvy. So, if you work in, a, if you have a job and your workplace is conducive to that, then mm-hmm. it's like that's great. So when I was working at Home Depot, they were renovating and redoing the whole building. The whole atmosphere and building was catered to millennials. Wow, because we are the new generation, we are taking yeah. over the workforce. Because the older generations are they're moving up, yeah, moving out. they're retiring exactly. So, you have to be tech savvy, you have to have, um, you know, the comfortable chairs, the desk that go move mm-hmm. up and down. Because we are always doing things, we don't want to sit, 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 and we don't want to hunchback, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> like everybody, grandma, right? So, millennials want in the workplace instant gratification and recognition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said that. Go. What you got to say? I mean, you know, I've I've heard this too, but I I hear a lot of people trying to force upon us that our uh, recognition comes in the form of people saying like a that a girl or that a uh-huh. boy or whatever. But I don't buy that at all. Right. I don't. I like. I do not believe that. Mm-hmm. Period. I have been in meetings where you know they have brought in um, uh, consultants who say these things, and from the mm-hmm. research and the litmus and all this other stuff that. You know, the emotional part of the brain tells you that you want someone to tell you that you did a good job. But I'm like, I must have missed that. And I must not have a litmus or whatever it's called. Because I want money. Right. To tell me that I did a great job. Right. Because I want to be able to live a life that I feel like I'm deserving of. Not because I'm entitled, but because I work hard for it. And I don't need you to give me a trophy. Mm -hmm. Let it show in my account. Right. Yes. I mean, you can do both. And yeah, be fine, but I also need that uh, money. I need that money. Yeah. yeah, I don't give a fuck about how you feel about my work. My work is gonna always be good, but yeah. give me some money. But they said that we're that way because we grew up with parents who pacified and told us how good, how good of a job that we did and job well done. Mm-hmm. So now we expect that when we move into the yeah. workplace, and that may be true for some, but I don't think it's true for all. Or you know, I yeah. mean, I think that. I mean, I know, as a, especially as the only child, I may have gotten a, 
a lot of attention because I was yeah. a kid and mm-hmm. good job anytime I did something like my I have a little cousin right now he's growing up and his mom buys him something every time he does something like just every day she buys him something and I don't he's I don't, gonna be terrible <laughs> but he's also very well mannered for now um, for now right <laughs> but you know and it creates that level of expectancy mm-hmm. you know and that, that I think that's kind of what this is the direction this is going in when you that's do crazy. your job and yeah. I mean, I can't say do your job and you'll be rewarded because that's not always the case. Your job is the reward. It's like you need to be self-motivated to do to it. Do it. Right. That's why sometimes you got to take your kids to, well, when Toys R Us was around, take your kids to Toys R Us and be like, walk them let's around. go. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like, just so you know you can't always get, get what you want. You want. Right. Just walking around. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's the thing. It's kind of like just because you do a job well done doesn't mean you're always going to get your way. Yeah. And sometimes it's unfortunate, especially when you've been with a company for 10 to 15 years right. and mm-hmm. you don't get that promotion, but you're always overlooked or whatever the case may be. But that's just but how that's when you need to love crumble sometimes. And to know when it's time to move on. Absolutely. Yeah. Too. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So work-life balance. Millennials love work-life life balance and flexibility, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So millennials aren't um, as willing as former generations to sacrifice their personal life in order to advance their careers. Um, they like to work hard, play hard, and want to be at a company that appreciates the desire for balance. So um, they also, or we also, expect a more flexible work environment than previous generations and want to work for a company that supports various causes. Um, mm-hmm. I know when, again, I'll speak, when I work for Home Depot, they're very, um, you know, inc- uh, as far as diversity and inclusion, the big thing there which attracts millennials because right. they, I mean, from women to the LBGT uh, community to anything that you can think of is embraced at, mm-hmm. at that particular company. Mm-hmm. The work-life balance depends on your position, if, you know, salary, hourly, right. that kind of thing. But I do think that they are really sweeping the board when it comes to millennials okay. and attracting yeah. and retaining the, um, you know, our generation. Um, how is work-life balance for you guys at your jobs? It's awesome. <laughs> Couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. I can but, tell by the... But it could be much better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all I say for now. So, millennials, we love collaboration. We love transparency. Um, and we love career advancement, which we just yes. spoke. Yes. yes. We just spoke. We so love that when we have an opportunity, opportunity. to <laughs> advance. So we want that salary to be popping. <laughs> okay. Let's talk a little bit about millennials in love and relationships. Child. <laughs> was that, was that, that loud? <laughs> that was the end of right. So millennials, pretty much, they want a financial equal. Okay. An erotic partner. Real. Yeah. <laughs> a best friend and someday a strong co-parent. Yeah. yeah. That's what millennials want, just to just get straight to the point. Um, and we aren't really uh, willing to stay in a relationship that's lacking. We're not as afraid to pack up we and get the hell on Get the hell on Get the move right along. <laughs> so millennials want a partner who is as ambitious as they are. Yeah. It's not a lot to ask for, right? It's really not. not. I don't think it is, but it's quite difficult to find. It's very difficult. They call it the Jay Z Beyonce effect. To who? The Jay Z Beyonce effect. They have an issue with it. I love. <laughs> 
know. We know you got issues with Jay. You wait in the interview him so you can yes. ask him a few questions. I do. Jay, <laughs> hit your favorite cousin's ass up, Jay. You know, I just want to, I got a few questions. I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to see the connections I can, yeah, hook, you know. Hook it up. I think he and I would have an amazing time. I think y'all would have a good time. His birthday, he's like the fourth. I like the fourth. Beyonce like the fourth. Like we all four for four, right? We can four for four, right? Boom, everybody. I want to have one more child and have four kids. You know, yeah, it'll be, it will be amazing. I think that will. I think so too. Mm -hmm. So as far as that goes, um, millennials don't necessarily want someone who works in the same industry, right? Um, We just, excuse me, we certainly don't want to feel like an overachiever in a relationship. Millennials are strivers. Mm -hmm. They don't want a partner who spends most of their time in front of the TV. Uh, playing Fortnite. <laughs> the goal is to find someone who thoroughly impresses you and matches your ambition. And pretty much that's it. As far as, I yeah. mean, we don't have to be in film and do the yeah. same things as each other, but as long as you are ambitious about something. Yeah. Do that, what you do, do it well, make money. Right. Let's have a good night. We don't Let's have to do, some people, you know, want to take on what that other person is doing. If that's truly not your you know what you are passionate mm-hmm. about that doesn't mean that I won't love you because you drop a fort lift. You got a little fort lift driver? Which money they make? <laughs> they make good money. They make good money. If they put construction, they make good money. How much is what he got? What he got to do, Jazz? What he got? What he got? I mean, I'm saying, what is good money? You know, I'm just. I think construction is like a twenty and up. No, you twenty dollars an hour. No, I'm saying starting at twenty I'm, and up. 30s ish. You ain't starting nowhere. <laughs> You've been working up for like 15 what about 25? years. You know what? I can't Fuck it up 10 years. Make it 25. And then plus overtime. Y'all bills is paid and you got money to shop. You got weeds. And then you cash <laughs> up. You, That's all I need. That's how you get translated. Translated into the weeds. She good. Mean, you ain't got to tell them. You got to put a little money on the counter one day. Oh, he's back now. Now we're speaking your language. Y'all been through it in relationships. I am triggered by broke people. I, I cannot. I do but fine they, by myself. If you don't come up with my life, whoa, all the way. You cannot. I've been you there. Be the yeah, job, yeah. Right? I mean, you got to be over oh, the company. What the fuck y'all right. talking about? <laughs> oh, over everybody. Hell, the uh, right. <laughs> you writing checks up in this bitch. You don't have to actually go to work every day, type of shit. That's what I'm talking about. Right. Cause that's what I'm on, you know, trying to. Gotcha. You can be like me trying to rise up, Absolutely. but you got to try to rise up on you your own without me motivating you. What he's a Fort Lauderdale, he has his own house, he has his own car. That's great. Let's let's do this. Okay. Okay. So you got your own shit. I'm cool. Everything. Cause I got mine. Gotcha. All right. So millennials want to know. Uh, <laughs> we're still talking about love and relationship. Millennials want to know a strong connection is possible. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's like ever, the internet, internet and dating, strong connection. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Have you ever like dated someone like for a decent amount of time and realized, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really like, not it's like what you want. I know stuff ain't gonna work out, and I still be trying to make it work. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know the, the you only got like two bars. And yeah. One we driving through a drop dead zone, <laughs> and I just zoom <laughs> past it. <laughs> And then call right back. You hello, have, hello. You have no signal. God, I lost God, like, you. have no signal in this house. But you better be jump back right. in. Right. Okay. 
So then he got that pie. Right. They don't even really be these. Yeah. <laughs> you stupid. Millennials want a life outside of their relationships. We talked about this before. What Millennials happened? want a life outside of their relationships. What you, you mean? Have like your own family shit? <laughs> I mean, if that's what you that hoe is. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking about having an extra boot on the side mm-hmm. that your boot know about? Ain't no need to lie in these no days, right? Ain't no, no need, need to lie. So, I mean, you don't want to smother one another. You definitely yeah. want to have your own friends, family. Unless y'all into that. Exactly. Right. So, millennials want commitment, but not necessarily marriage. And, you know, a lot of the times... Nowadays, I would say people don't want to get married for financial reasons. Um, yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons I would say they don't want to get married. Like, you want to be in a relationship, you want to love somebody, you want to be exclusive mm-hmm. with somebody, but then it's kind of like, I don't know if I want to take it to that next level for financial reasons, or it could be like something that they've seen in their family not work out yeah. with their parents. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get married because my family got divorced and everybody in my family it never works out right. i've never seen a successful relationship what do you guys think about why um why we would want a commitment but not necessarily want the marriage part just for like the reasons that you just said i think a lot of people grew up with um seeing their parents like fussing and fighting and shit all the time mm-hmm. and some people don't want that some people are afraid that <clears throat> the little money that they have uh acquired that it will go towards like spousal support child support you know all of those things too and it's like mm-hmm. thinking about dividing assets between two homes for a lot of people is right. like scary right mm-hmm. so a lot of people just and i think some people have been through their own like it's that childhood trauma and then stacked on top of that is your own trauma oh, from like relationships yeah. and stuff like that right so a lot of people like forget that i don't even want to try it but I do want that deep though. You know, some people like, <laughs> yeah. you know? when I call you, I need you to go. <laughs> right, and I need you to go swiftly. Yes. Do not spend the night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So millennials want a partner who's fair about housework and child care. Yeah, help me. I mean, help me. Yes, you took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. Yes, yes, just a partner. Just can we have, can I get a break? You get a break. Can we just, if we do it together, mm-hmm. we'll knock it out. Like, right. But, you know, it's sometimes you get with someone and you don't really, they say you don't know a person until you have a child with them. That's just an old tale. I'm not saying that it's true, Mm -hmm. but you see a different side, I think. Mm -hmm. I think different, it's different stages. So you you date somebody, right? And then let's say y'all move in together. Then you really find out a lot about them, right? Then you marry that person. Then you find out even more about them. Mm -hmm. And then you have a kid with them. Then you really find out more. So it's like the different stages in which how people handle situations right. mm-hmm. and you get to really learn about one another and how you do things. I just feel like sometimes, it, like for me, it's not that hard to recognize when my significant other needs help or like mm-hmm. when I should step in and be like, can I help with anything? Even if they don't want me to, yeah. let me just offer that. Cause you're right. So you know I'm here. Right. And, and, I feel like, right. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like it's been times in re- previous relationships where I didn't get that back. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like, well, damn, can you, you know, and yeah. you don't want to be like, just because I'm helping you, can you help me? But it's kind of like, I need a yeah. little up here. I need you, know? you to help me out too. What right. Yeah. So, um, lastly, with love and relationships, as far as millennials, is millennials want someone who values intimacy and sex. Mm-hmm. And right, we're young. Yeah. I mean, right, you want to get it on? Throw it up, baby. Throw it up. Throw it up. 
Even so, if you're not that great at it, you want someone who can stick in it with you. Right. Yeah. And then, like, y'all got to learn each other's bodies and yes. stuff. And then, like, make it, you know, make sense great again. <laughs> <laughs> not even that to the point I don't want to teach. I need to know something. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't. I'm in the education room. I don't want to. You don't want to have teach in the bedroom. Exactly. I teach in the classroom. I teach in the classroom. Not in the bedroom. But I don't want to be teaching no bedroom. Right. So the last part of my segment is what makes you millennial as fuck. So I'm gonna read uh, off mm-hmm. two quotes from um, two of my good friends that were in my uh, photo shoot for Chespressions, and everyone that was a part of my photo shoot were millennials. So I asked them, what makes you millennials fuck? And what, you know, pretty much what does it mean to you to be a millennial? And um, I'm going to read out the quote. So being a millennial means using the resources we have to build the life we want. If something doesn't exist, we create it. If it does, we improve it. A.D. White. Being a millennial means selling new standards, being bold and free with good people, good music, and just being plain old fly. Kateria J. Hey. So, what does being a millennial, uh, what does being millennial as fuck mean to you? Or being a millennial? So, you want to take it first? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so to me, being millennial as fuck, I mean, it means being authentically me. It just means being myself and figuring my shit out my way. Like, not sticking to anybody's. Uh, I think for the in the beginning of my life, it was following someone else's mode, mm-hmm. like what was set out for me, uh, going to school, doing this, and I just was like, that's just not how things work. So now right. I'm just I'm doing it my way, and I think millennial as fuck means jasmine flowers, being authentic, doing your life how you want to do it, and making shit work out for me. Yes. Fee. Fee. Um, being authentic, just being me. Um, not on somebody else's time clock. Going with the going with the flow, you know. You want these things to happen, but if you're in a season where it's not gonna happen, you just gotta go with the flow. And when it comes, it's gonna come. Um, just not going back because somebody else like with marriage and kids and all mm-hmm. this stuff, mm-hmm. and you look like, dang, what's wrong with me? It's just not your time. Yeah. So I'm need, I need to find what's, what what I'm good at. It, I'm just me. I mean, if you rather like it, you don't. It is what it is. But it's more of being on what feet wants to do. Exactly. And on that time clock. And I want to end. I want to end with pretty much what uh, Fee just said. Um, So I want to end by when you just struck a nerve because I read something on social media recently and Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. So getting your first degree after twenty one is still an achievement. Mm -hmm. Being married after thirty is still beautiful. Starting a family after 35 is still possible. Mm-hmm. Buying a house after 40 is still a boss move. Don't let people rush you with their timelines. Boom. Bingo. That's and feet. We go. And that's feet. Okay. <laughs> and that's <laughs> what being a millennial and being millennial as fuck means. Pretty much doing your own thing. Doing your yeah. own thing. On your own time. On your own time. Your own time. Your own time. Shout out to the coding by daddy. <laughs> yes, sir. We learned something. Oh, that's right. I was gonna say, I thought that was okay. What we know now, right? It's a little little soon, got to be a little soon, right? So, let's move right on into class with jazz. Listen, y'all, on a scale from one to the psychiatric ward, how anxious are you all? Ooh, psychiatric ward, Xanax, Xanax, a shot, right? (laughs) 
Them shots that give you a grade to make you sit down, to calm you down. That's what I'm on. I didn't think I was going to go there, but okay. Yes. I'm just piggybacking from uh, Danny's and talking about like the, the mental part of being a millennial and how this is really taking a toll on mm-hmm. all of us. So um, anxiety, as we all know, can manifest itself in different ways of feeling of uncertainty, nervousness, um, worry, if you're petrified about things in the future, things that are coming up. Do you all ever feel anxious yes. or anxiety? Is your, what's your anxiety level? Probably like a 25. Cuckoo. No, I seriously have, like in the past, not here lately, suffered mm-hmm. from panic attacks and anxiety. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I seriously like think about, like like you said, the kids and when will they come and the marriage mm-hmm. and all of those things that the world thinks you should do it. And, and it's not necessarily that you think you're doing it on their timeline, but... I mean, their timeline could could be your timeline. Yeah. You know, you could be like, okay, I should have already done this, or I'm yeah. a little bit behind. Like, let me hurry up, or mm-hmm. let me start making the necessary, you know, moves to get in the right position to do certain things. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, my anxiety level sometimes is up, and then I have to bring it back down. Yeah. And then okay. start to plan and like blueprint because I feel like. That's the only way I'll make some, you know, some okay. kind of move, right. right? Okay. We're going to get into a little bit later, like, exactly, like, pinpointing what makes you anxious. But why is your anxiety levels? Cuckoo. Is it off the wall? It's <laughs> off the wall. I mean, things that had transpired mm-hmm. for three years, over three years. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, oh, God, I got to pull, like, literally pull myself. So, sometimes I might get into depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to see nothing. I don't want to talk to nobody. It is not that I, you know, it just, that's how I get about. I try to get out of, of that because I don't want to be always being that person. Because yeah. it's, it's not a nice thing yeah. to be in. Yeah. We're going to get into that in just a minute. Like, like yeah. all of that. Like, what's, yeah, what's actually triggering you? Yeah. Yeah. So, according to the American Psychology, uh, Psychology Association, 12% of millennials have an official diagnosis of anxiety disorder. That's only the people who have actually gone to a doctor and been diagnosed, right? But that is double the amount of baby boomers. Up to 30% of working millennials have general anxiety. So when I was looking at these stats, I was just like, of course we have anxiety. Of course we're going through certain things that are triggering us right now. It's like, you know, a lot of us kind of bought into, you know, you go to school, you get this education, you are set financially. You'll be great. A lot of us went to undergrad and we did graduate school. And we got some people got their PhDs, all this other stuff. Mounting debt. Yeah. A lot of us came out of school. Life for life. Right. For life. A lot of us came out of school and had to move in back with our move back in with our parents mm-hmm. because we didn't have the job offers that we thought we would. Even if we did go to, um, even if we didn't have internships. I mean, we didn't have Aunt Becky as a mama who could pay to get us into institutions right. and pay to secure jobs for us. So uh-huh. we had to do it on our own. And of course, 2008, you know, was when the uh, crisis happened, all the other stuff. It's mm-hmm. just a mess. And it's been hard for a lot of us, period. And then on top of that, finding somebody to love has been difficult. Somebody can you send your text back. <laughs> right. Somebody can't even take you to two for 20. Right. Without yeah. asking you to actually split it. It's $20, bro. Right. They be like, you know, you had, because I got some Tex-Mex fries. 
Yeah, that's extra. That's extra. Right. <laughs> and you just had to have a margarita. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you just looking on a date like, I could have stayed at home and watched Netflix. Oh, you could have went out and bought your own stuff and would right. have had a good time. Right, because I got money and now I got to walk out on this date on you. Right, because you really could have got appetizer, entree, and a dessert, and a drink for the two for 20. For two for 20? Right. By my damn self. My damn self. My fat ass could have ate all of this by all myself. At the bar. <laughs> At home, cause I ain't about to eat this in front of everybody. Right, right. <laughs> oh my god! So uh, let's get into some of the things that y'all feel like are triggering y'all. What do you feel like is triggering you right now? Which For is me, just it, like every day right now. What's triggering you? My drive to work. That's where it started. <laughs> Early in the AM, you ain't gonna stand a chance. <laughs> Sun ain't even up yet. I'm already triggered. Triggered. Um, <laughs> Um, being at work, <laughs> driving home, okay. that is the main, like, the biggest trigger. Um, student loans, bills, bills, bills. Mm. Um, I mean, thinking about your future, thinking, of, thinking about your plan and how to actually put it in rotation, mm. you know, to, to, so that you make some legway on it. You know, all of those things combined. And then just honestly, getting up every day and doing the same thing over, over and, over and over again. again. My God. Yeah. Every, every, everything over and over again. You're wanting like, and being exhausted mm-hmm. and wondering, mm-hmm. with all those things together, how am I supposed to get to here? Mm-hmm. Yep. If I got a plan every day, but then when I get off work, I got to sit in traffic for an hour and a half. And then get home and then I'm like poop. Yeah. The day's over with it's time to get ready for the next day. Right. And trying to cram everything until your weekends. It's 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 a lot. And yeah. it can be exhausting. And and you don't want to complain about it, but it's things that are constantly in your mind, you know? Constantly. constantly. So those are the things that really trigger me on top of social things that you have to do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. just like a look the the top of the iceberg. Yeah. You know? Sprinkles. Yeah. What about you, Fee? What's what's triggering to you on a daily right now? Same thing. Daddy said one gotta get up. <laughs> Just get up is a trigger. That's my struggle. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Say, Thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. I wanna get I'm grateful, up. I'm grateful. <laughs> so I'm up. Getting out the bed. <laughs> Getting out the bed. <laughs> okay, what else? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get my life together. Mm-hmm. Then, oh, I got a line. Well, at first it was full traffic. Now it ain't the traffic. It's just getting to the job. Mm. I get there. I'm already true. <laughs> Put my code in the door. I'm true. <laughs> if I forget this shit, no more time. So it, it just putting the code in the door mm. and then open the door and I'm and it starts. Yes. Yeah. It starts. From when I start until I end. Yeah. It has started. Yeah. And what you already know gonna happen. Mm-hmm. That's sad when you already know what about to happen. Yeah. And same thing day in, day out. Day in, yeah. day out. You already know what you about to face. That's and then gotta get home. Then like you say, you look at social media, everybody trying to get a little health thing going. You trying, Lord, but you ain't you ain't touch nothing. Yeah. Cause you exhausted. You ain't got time to meal prep meal meal prep what? Ask me last time I meal prep. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. 
And then you get home, you're tired, you're exhausted. So shower, eat, sleep. Bed. Then back up again. Yeah. Start this shit. <laughs> So by the time and then plus like you say and it's extracurricular activities outside of that. Mm-hmm. It's like when I'm when I'm gonna be able to get to point to point A to point B. Yeah. And then you trying to reach these goals. And it's like right. I gotta go through this to get here. Like, come on. Discouraging. It's very it's discouraging. Fuck. So I go through the same thing. Uh last year was fucking worst year of my entire life since 1992 and I don't even fucking know how I'm here to be honest like to be fucking honest I can't even this is the first time in my life I have ever been like I found myself the other day when I was at work y'all I was like and I was just like shit did anybody just I couldn't even believe that, that I was that. Like, that yeah, like I couldn't even believe I did that. Yeah, and I was like, I don't give a fuck no more. Like I don't even. I'm fucking I'm losing, losing it. Yeah. yeah, I was You're like, I was like, I'm losing Friday it. Type yeah, shit. I was like, I'm. Okay, you need to figure out something else to do because like you about to ruin this shit. Like, right. You literally about to stand up. Right. Everybody, yeah. you about to literally stand up and say, "Kiss my black ass." Yeah. You know what I'm like? I'll I'm like, I can't be. Behaving that way, right? So it's, it has been like it's been really tough. I haven't, even, I don't talk about that shit uh, publicly or whatever, right, right. but like just it's been difficult to start today for real. Like going to places <laughs> mm-hmm. and then even like thinking about careers and like how to get yeah. stuff started, it's so hard, it's so difficult to get all of that shit started, and then like um, worrying about, of course, my weight is an issue, worrying about that, like even cooking gives me anxiety, like just. Like, literally everything Dang. gives me anxiety. Worrying about, like, will these bills be paid? The decisions that I made for my past, like, fucking things up, how that's yeah. coming back to me now. Like, even, why did I even go to school to right. get all of this education if I ain't gonna this be, is it? This right. is it. When you see people that didn't go to school and well off, living a decent life. Right. And I'm just, like, for me, I'm like, I don't even feel entitled to be better than you. I just feel like I'm deserving because I did the work. Right. So you, you know, you good with your life, right? But right. I need to get good with mine, right? Right. I didn't go and get a master's for this life. And you know, I said that one time to my manager at work, and he was like, "Oh, so you think because you got a degree that you deserve?" Yes, absolutely. I did the work. Deuces, and I was out like two months yeah. later. I don't have to get it here, but I'm going to get it somewhere. Yeah, right. like, of course I do. I, I did the work. I'm not saying I, I should just not do anything and uh-huh. have all of these things. I, I'm doing the work. I right. did the work. Right. And I'm in debt for it. So right. give me a give me some a, money that I can actually pay this shit off. Right. He, and he doesn't have a degree, so he doesn't of course understand. He doesn't so <laughs> he don't understand. Right. So my thing is, I'm not, like you just said, I'm not, like, bashing you for not having one. Right. But I feel like I need to be able to have a job that's going to allow me to at least pay some of these student loans back. Right. right. I can't work at fucking McDonald's and pay a fucking master's degree off. Yeah. I need right. a, um, a job that's going to match that level. Yeah. Right. 
I can pay my bills. And he didn't understand. We went back and forth. We can go back and forth about this yeah, shit. But I'm going to be right. If I don't get it here, I'm getting out of here. I don't right. give a fuck about the name of this company. Yeah. I'm out. We got to go. Right. Because, I mean, you have to be able to pay your bills. And right. you got to be able to have a life. We talked right. about work-life balance. It right. ain't yeah. no balance. Exactly. It ain't no balance. It's just work. We also talked about uh, being rewarded and pacified mm-hmm. for, you know, uh, here's a trophy or a plaque. So my previous job was really good for stuff like that mm-hmm. because I again they're catering to millennials, so they're thinking, oh, let me recognize them in an email or let's have a recognition day. Right. Da, 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 da. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I need you to match that with a, a pay raise, mm-hmm. some monetary right. value, whether it's you know even if it's I mean of course we all want to see it in our salary, mm-hmm. but even if it is a gift card or some yeah. some kind of form of monetary value, right? Yeah. I feel I like they, they did a lot of the, oh, we doing a barbecue outside. We mm-hmm. doing this, we doing that for recognition, or here's the it's donuts in the break room. You know, yeah, little things like stuff. that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a lot of that. Right. Ice cream Fridays and um, <laughs> ice cream socials. Look, right. little things. And that's fine. That's cool. Yeah. Like but that's, I just didn't reflect on my damn. check. Right. Put the ice cream back and, mm-hmm. and put that in my check. Right. I can yeah. get ice cream my own. <laughs> Right. And blowing sheets okay. like my freezer. I'm lactose intolerant, so really, this is a threat to my health. Exactly. <laughs> this is a right so, insurance. Right. Okay. This is why y'all don't want black people here. The majority of black people are lactose intolerant. What are you trying to say? Right. <laughs> Keep that ice cream for another day. I need for that to reflect on my check. Right. Exactly. And that's it. I can I get think, all the Krispy Kreme or whatever. Right. I, I really think that it's a listen conspiracy time. I think it, that it is a push. To, to push down this minimalistic lifestyle on millennials and really just tell us to like, like we have Marie Kando, we talked about her on the show about like kind of bringing in your life a little bit, which I understand for certain things, like clean your shit up. Mm-hmm. But I think that they're also trying to tell us that we don't need as much, so we should just take the little shit that they give us at work. And I, I find that so problematic. Mm-hmm. I might do a show about that bullshit. I'm, I'm, I just thought about something I want to talk about. But anyway, let's get back to this. So, um, Technology. They are saying church uh crunch. Church. Church. <laughs> crunch technology. <laughs> Study says that. <laughs> How long do y'all think y'all spend on social media? Maybe a day. Maybe a about day? four. Four or five hours a day. How about you? About the same. Three. Five hours a day yeah. is what they're saying that um adults spend on their mobile devices. Uh yeah, y'all. And they said, How many times do you think you check your phone? Um, a day, probably about ten thousand. Ten thousand. Yeah, probably. I always got my phone. Realistic number. It is a realistic number. Ten thousand. Okay. You got me talking about right, right. Well, no, not ten thousand. Maybe five thousand. Damn, the crunch technology says fifty times a day. Really? Fifty. Fifty. I swear, I don't pick my phone up just as we sit. About fifty times. At least, yeah. 10, 15, just yeah. sitting right here. And how many at your job? That adds up too. Yeah. I'm on my phone. Just a day. Yeah, I think it's more than pick 50. Pick up your phone, literally, like, pick, pick it up to look at it. Pick it up your phone, pick it up to look at it. Oh, like, way more than 50. Or, for me, way more than Yeah, get on, like, an app or something like that. Who did this thing? Crunch check. Crunch check wrong. Yeah, I thought they were, like, way below. Don't check. Yeah, I thought it was crazy. My phone? Yeah. That's more than 50. I gotta be, like... And y'all, I stay on the phone. Like, exactly. I stay. It, it has to be. Yeah, I gotta say, it gotta be up there because I'm always like 
time even if you get on it. Yeah. Yeah. School, what I meant is there's you no put it phone. down, you think of something mm. else picking it up. Yeah. Right. Like I put my notes in my phone. I yeah. put everything on my phone. Uh-huh. I got my Fitbit on my phone. I got my everything. bank on my phone. I got right. everything on my phone. So Yeah. Right. So yeah. Um so do y'all ever feel like triggered by some of the things that you see on social media though? Like couples in love, people having children, people buying houses, like yes. expensive luxury items and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I've been triggered by some things lately, but I won't say what it is because I don't want to say it publicly. Yeah, I actually feel the same way. I had a um, beautiful breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> I tell y'all when you <laughs> it was a little, I was actually surprised that I was this pissed, but yeah. I had to be talked down off of jumping off the tallest building in oh, Atlanta. Shit. But <laughs> but there's the that America building. Okay, I was gonna find it. <laughs> Do a nose Okay, they're saying studies showing that the escalation of the nervous system arousal uh, when you see things on social media that can trigger your anxieties. Um, they are just suggesting that you limit your time on social media, which is easier said than, than done. done. It's been so many times I'm like, I want to get off. I just want to break. I just want to break from social media. And when I say it ain't like, hey, y'all, I'm about to leave social media. I I hate when people do that. Like, get your ass off here. I'm on a hiatus. Right. Like, I'm just a little constraint. You want us to talk you off the ledge? (laughs) Like, what do you want? Right. But no, like, where you just, like, I've done it before and I'm going to be very honest. I came to the realization it was so much going on around me. Mm that I didn't see because I was always on social media. Like I got to really connect with my friends, mm-hmm. that, my friends that, that are on social media and the ones that aren't on social media. Yeah. Like I had to reach out to them and see what was really yeah. going on and like actually talk to them yeah. and not see everything online that's going on. Yeah. So it makes you, it puts you in a different position to where you have to interact like back in the day day. Right. You makes know? you actually right. engage exactly. person to person and not girl I like your picture. Right. I ain't seen you and the kids in years. Exactly. Yeah. You feel you the same same way? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I did a you know, replug I mean, plug unplug from mm-hmm. social media just to get some thoughts and things together. Because sometimes you will miss out. Yeah. On a lot, especially people that's not on Facebook mm-hmm. or social media. Just to re- you know, reflect, see how they're doing and doing some things on all and sometimes you just have to put it down. Yeah. You yeah. know. I think you have to take when it's problematic and it's taking up way too much of your yeah. time and you're not getting shit done, you definitely you got definitely to take gotta, gotta take a break because yeah. you're focusing on it way and too much. And then in my field, you know, we can't have phones. So it's just like, I'm so used to being on my phone. It's like, ugh. But, yeah. I mean, it's protocol. It's, it's, it's adjustment. And that's when, you know, I try to tell people, you know, I ain't on the phone around this time. So just bear with me. Yeah. But I try to make sure I try to answer all questions, texts, or whatever. When I get back or look on social media, but you know, yeah, I just think it's so much to be triggered by, and like life is so stressful. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's stressful for, for other people too. Like I was looking at this program where we was talking about like millennials are like the entitled and lazy and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and they were like the baby baby boomers had to deal with nuclear warfare, mm-hmm. and we're sitting over here talking about somebody to text me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's it's like. It's a little minute, right? <laughs> it's not the same thing, but I think we have so much to be worried about because we have too many choices and yet not enough. So, and then not just that; it's just like all the things that we just talked about here that we have to worry about too. I was looking at some things, and they were talking about how to like decompress and kind of get your mind together, and none of that. 
Yeah. Really? Yeah, didn't have none. None of it. Cognitive thinking. Yeah. All that. Because you're like. Yeah, time. Yeah, like I get it. I understand. Yeah. The only thing that I, and this is just for me. I don't know if it's gonna work for anybody else. I just think you gotta pinpoint where your issues are and work on it one by right. one. And you are you are the only person that's responsible for changing right. your life. Exactly. Like if you want a new job. Get the new job. Yeah, yeah. Quit. Don't be afraid to quit the fucking job. Like, mm-hmm. guess what? You you are replaceable. Okay. <laughs> you can make it. Right. You are replaceable if you don't think so. Just die. They'll have right, somebody yeah, in there in right. two weeks. That's how they or take a leave. Take right. Leave. They will find yeah. somebody to do your job. But or a lot of times these jobs, um, they train or they have you train your replacement. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not happy at your job, quit. Or like, actually get your plan together. Find another job. Get that resume together. Whatever you have to do, find another job. If you're not happy about your way, it's your responsibility. Right. Change your goddamn way. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Like It's so much that we are unhappy about, but I think that we forget a lot of this stuff we can change on our own. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying everything is going to be easy. Right. Like, right. I don't want to take time. Right. I don't want anybody to walk away and think that. Right. Because yeah. right. some things are difficult. It's hard. It's it not is. easy to just quit your job and find another one tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's oh. not easy just to drop the weight. You got to get your mind together first. Get your money you situation. Have the outside forces. You have yeah. the problems, the the stress, the anxiety, those things that still affect yeah. even when you're trying to stay focused. And you know, yeah. things that happen, crisis, all different factors that contribute. Still, when you are trying to, you have that plan and you are in motion, and things are still going to come your way. Exactly. But you still gotta just. Yeah, I just think you gotta be strong, and you gotta just. Know that sometimes you are the only thing that you can lean on to have a better life and to, because if you, I mean, one thing about social media, even though it can be triggered, is that you can see that other people have actually done it, and not the people who flexing, you know, for the gram or whatever. Right. But right. some people actually put in the put work. The work. Mm-hmm. They're actually doing things. So if they can do it, you can do, you it, can too. do it too. And I think that for me is how I change it into like a bit more of inspiration. Like I love looking at people who have made things work for themselves. Like Gary Vee always talks about being an entrepreneur. I love the stuff that the Breakfast Club are doing. All those people, like other other people who are taking control of their own lives and really making things work Absolutely. that way. Right, right. I mean, I'm really into the weight loss right now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I, I love watching all the transformations and the keto and yeah. just the people going from being heavier to smaller and their transition and the people who are very honest and forthcoming about how they do mm-hmm. it, how to do it, and give you tips, free information, not. Oh, sign up here type right. shit. You know, like yeah. this is how Stuff I'm doing it. Work. Watch me every day. I'm posting a video. Do these exercises. This is what I'm doing to mm-hmm. get from point A to point B. Exactly. Yeah. And I've been doing it. I've been since progress. So just yeah. hoping that's that what's up. Yeah. And it just shows how you in control of your own life. You know, we can sit here and be mad about stuff, and it's never gonna change. Right. Or you can be proactive in your life and change some things. So right. you know, we all go through it. But that was just kind of what I wanted to say. That's it. Take care of yourself. Do your thing. Okay. Yes, yes, class so class. yes, yes, jazz <laughs> with the class. We just moving right along. Right along with the with the team. What you, what you got for us today? So <laughs> this T short T segment okay. is uh, my clap back game is strong. Mm, what a strong. strong with the move big. Get out the way. Mm, what are we talking about today? So we gonna is talk about this? Huh? Is it a move bit? Get out of the way. Muffin bit with the teeth. Nah, we nah, we ain't getting no snack. No snack. I'm sorry, y'all. We gonna have snack I mean, next time. But just a okay. tea. I'm sorry. Man, what would this snack go with this? A little um, 
uh, rice crispy treat. Okay, okay. Love like, rice crispy treat. Yeah, they, they know this high in calories. Either. Okay, okay. Keep so it healthy. Like six, six. six. <laughs> right. Or so a, little mac and fruit, cheese. a little fruit parfait <laughs> and whatnot. You know, keep it a little healthy and light. Like. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about uh, Van Jones claps back at Wendy Williams for asking yeah. about his divorce during, during um, her live show. So earlier this week, if you guys haven't seen it, there's a video that's surfacing now about of Van Jones caught um, our good sis Wendy Williams off guard when she started asking one too many questions about his separation to his estranged wife. So in the clip, Wendy um, mentions that Van is still wearing his wedding ring, mm-hmm. to which he quickly clapped back with his own observation about her ring, talking about Wendy. Now, Wendy kept it kind of cute with her little response, but if you watch the clip closely, and I've got the video, but it's pretty clear that she wasn't expecting that response from Van. It was like a ooh type moment. So, um, <laughs> here's the re- reality of the situation with Wendy. So, you know, Wendy's a public figure who is going through also a very public mm-hmm. divorce from her strange husband, Kevin Hunter. She's made some serious changes since news of their divorce broke. She's even fired him as executive producer from the show. Kevin has made a public apology to Wendy, but it's becoming more and more evident that his apology just ain't going to cut it. So how do you guys feel about, even though Wendy Williams going through her situation with the divorce and how she addressing, we know how Wendy Williams is, mm-hmm. but you think she needs to line up on questions to the people that she's um, asking these questions to, even though she's going through the same thing they're going through. I mean, she, she got the energy she just put out there. She, I mean, Wendy gonna have to shut her ass up about other people's marriages. You going right. through a very public. So marriage. my thing is, do you think she learned something from it? Or I, she think she gonna, I think she's gonna do. keep trying it. I think okay. she's gonna, but I think it's gonna take special people to come on her show and let her ass have it and just yeah. be like. What's up with that uh, stepdaughter? You, mm-hmm. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like, what's going on with the new baby? Did you right. go on maternity leave? What's up? You know, right. like, what's what's going on with you? Did you get a new gift for the baby? Are we going to the christening? You right. know, will we be right. invited? You know, your husband, that car that you just took from him, you gonna take that girl's push present? <laughs> right. You know, like, Stupid. I think I think somebody gonna have to give her the same energy she's giving them, and she may or may not stop. <laughs> right. So I think that she's doing her job. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, of regardless course. of what she has going on personally, personally, yeah, it's kind of like a doctor who's uh, uh, I don't know, <coughs> a doctor, a divorce lawyer, right, mm-hmm. going through a divorce. Yeah, right. You know. Uh-huh. So I think she's doing her job, um, but I think she could be more relatable. So I think she could say, "Hey, I'm going through the same thing you're going through." Mm-hmm. You know X, Y, and Z, and maybe do her questions in that in format. A different way. Right. Put herself in that person's shoes because she literally is in it, and be more empathetic. Mm-hmm. Now, when you lack empathy, then that's when people get in that ass. Get in that exactly. ass. So I think if she came across more genuine, more empathetic, and you know, we all know what's going on with you, Wendy. So just put it out there a little bit. You ain't got to put it all out there. Mm-hmm. Right. You know it's all out there. Right. We know and your questions, yeah, when know. you're talking to your guests, you can put it out there and be more relatable. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people will respect you more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Well, moving right along, 
with um I don't know if you guys familiar with Adrian Bronner. Yes, he, he needs to sit light, his ass down. <laughs> heavyweight, lightweight, light, light medium weight. <laughs> He be losing the only He a light bread. He talking cash money shit. He can't talk. He can't talk. Oh, honey. Oh, but anyway, Charles Barkley. So he's at this little local club he was at in Miami, and he pushes a stripper off of him because he says he's in a loving relationship. So Adrian brother, and how y'all want y'all man to be? Right, right. So. Adrian Brother, who we all know to turn up every so often, recently took to Instagram to proclaim his love for his boo with a video where he is seen shoving a strip off of him in a Miami <laughs> strip club. Too strong for that, bruh. Right. So That's the only person you can yeah. beat is a stripper. Exactly. Right. So I wonder how did you push her like this right. or like this? Or like, like get how did you have to push her? You strong like, enough to you just yeah. You could have just said girl. baby girl. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Well, I, I wonder if the, if the girl was with him or whatever. I don't know. But it should have fell out. I would have got me some money. Well, I would have hit my head and everything. Never have right. a strip again. So why are you in the strip club? You don't want to dance. The only pole I notice is the North Pole. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's it. Christopher, <laughs> all my children. Hell, I'm done. Never again. Ah. Santa. Right. right. <laughs> so Instagram, he left a, a post apologizing to the stripper. So he says, to whoever this stripper was, I didn't mean to offend you. It, it's just you was trying to twerk on me, and I didn't want you touching me because that's not the type of behavior that should go on while I'm in a loving relationship. That's Why like, you there, bro? That's Why like you there? That's the, my question. That's Why like going to the ghetto and getting mad because a roach got on you. Right. right. Like, what are you... What are you what you mad for? Right. Like, you came to my home. Right. 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 Of course, she, she know you make some money, probably. She know you got so a lot of money. So, she doing her job. Right. She's twerking, dancing, shaking, and whatever. you there for? Right. right. So, he go along and say, well, I threw about 710K on you. I hope you were <laughs> satisfied off your cut of that, but I didn't mean to embarrass you. Bro, you throwing this money on me. I'm sure you throwing seventeen. Right, I'm a jump. Go ahead and throw the whole band. Cause you throwing you throwing seventeen. I'm gonna make my ass talk to you. It's probably three more. Right, right. Right. Smart. She's spitting this shit and see like the the water money made her black out right, busting her eyes. Right, and she tried to get another like hundred and twenty thousand dollars. A million. Let's go for a million. You in Miami. I would try it. Happen. I would try it. You try it. Yeah, yeah. And then he admitted it on social media. But see, if you would have pushed me, yeah, yeah. I would have yeah. stumped. I would have stumped. My own house was probably by this. Yeah. You know it. It was ten. I've been looking like a prince on that It would have took me so long to fall. It yeah. Been the hardest fall. Yeah. The hardest fall. Everybody would have hurt. Man, when I tell you, sheets would have been scammer. They were like, oh, 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 oh. That is is a scammer's dream. She did not play this right at all. She did it. She might. And then he admitted it on social media. At all. That's why you gotta be a. That's why you gotta be a smart stripper. You can't be no dumb bitch. I said you in Miami of right. all places, and you didn't failed. know what to do. You know the ass gonna fall soon, so you need to get an exit. Talk exactly. to me now. What is you doing? It is probably already gone. Right. Yeah. Girl, yeah. bye. Okay. Well, but you know, that's a little free game. Well, that was a little. Knows. Yeah, push your right. whole boo big get out the way. <laughs> but you had a strip club. Right. But you right. want to buy the truck. He's in a loving relationship. He's in a loving relationship. Was the boo there? That's the thing they never said. Was he didn't take his ass home if he's so in love. Right. My boo. Yeah, you got to know some shit. Well, that was a little. 
Right. You ain't never loving relationships spending no damn uh, ten thousand dollars. So how much do you spend on your in your loving relationship? Can you imagine? Dang. If you spend it, if you you make it a rain with seven to ten thousand, how much you doing for the book? Child, she must be. Never mind. Never mind. I don't do that. Well, that is my feet with the teeth. Well, thank you. Little light, you know. Little light, right? Light, right? Little lightweight, like Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Little do we light. have any um? What the hell? Right. Whatever. Yeah, Chief. Um, John Singleton. Yeah. Passed away. Yeah. He passed. He passed. Okay. He passed. I just want to make sure it was correct. People going back and forth. Yeah. On social media saying he wasn't dead yet, but can people be respectful though? Um, and just wait till the family comes out and actually says somebody. I just feel like these news um platforms are just yeah, they're just waiting to break the news, and y'all are disrespecting somebody in there. In phase of their life, and their family has to still live on with this bullshit. Right. So I and mean, the, the people family should be, be notified before you. Yeah. Die. And it was some drama with the uh, with John Singleton's mother mm-hmm. and the affairs and John, no John Singleton's daughter. The grandmama sent out a statement about his conditions and what's going on, and then the granddaughter chimed in and said that was a lie. <laughs> she didn't stay in her place. Just like, well, damn. Y'all should have. Y'all need to get so, together. Right. It's already striking that. Yeah, that's it. Let's get together. So, we'll release a statement together. And like, that's it. Whatever she said, the grandmother said, the daughter said, it's not true. <laughs> so. Well, we know it's about to be a fight over that said, estate. Right. You know. <laughs> right. But okay. Friends goes out to, to him right. and his family. Who know. getting the boys in the hood movie? I don't know. Who you think I'll get it? I don't know. I want it. Ricky! So, so, so shout out to uh, us for the yeah. show. Yeah. We back! Okay! Every <laughs> time. Thank y'all so much for listening. Y'all got anything yeah. else to say? Any no. Other? Y'all doing good? Okay. Good. Thank y'all so much. Y'all have a good one. Shout it. It's your favorite cousin, Jazz. I'm your girl, Danny. I'm your girl, Fee. And, and we, we are, are the Evening Exchange. Powered by Mobile, Mobile Networks. Networks.